Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another installment, as my friend Michael Tilly would say, of the Every Game of Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. It's a six fourteen Monday night, first Monday nighter of the week or the year, actually. We got a uh, Mr. Les Rod Russell Wilson playing against the Seahawks. So, uh, Javante Williams, I need you. I don't need you. Just go off anyway. Anyhow, how are you guys doing tonight? Because I know y'all hate me not on ass. Great, the Steelers won. Yes, the Steelers won, and I'm happy. It was a rough one, but we made it. And I, I have a chance to win in fantasy still. Oh, yeah, and I lost in fantasy, so that's not good. Well, uh, <laughs> tell them who you play next week. Do I play you? Okay, let's do it. I'm going to bounce back, bounce back week. No, no, anyhow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Tilly, uh, any uh, news from your fantasy leagues or – Time you want to share or anything exciting for y'all other than you might have a chance tonight? There's a lot of excitement. I might have a chance. What you need? What you need? What do I need? Mm-hmm. I have Sutton and Javante left. Okay. And I need. Hold on. Does, does, does this other person have anybody left? No. I need 24.4 points. The game is over. You won. It is over. It actually might be over at the first quarter. I was going to be honest. But, um, yeah, so now that the season is officially back, you guys know how we like to do our first episode of the week. We will have our injuries and news reports, of course, to kind of recap and catch you guys up from the past weekend. We also will be doing our players of the weeks, overperformers, underperformers, and our top waiver wire targets. And we do this. This is usually our first episode we release every week, you know, for those that are new, um, basically to try to help you guys get a recap and what to aim for next. So we're going to go ahead without further ado or further ado. And jump into our news and injuries updates. Let's just start with the biggest one. Or to us, I'm assuming. Um, Elijah Mitchell of the San Francisco, oh Lord, San Francisco 49ers has a sprained MCL and expected to be out two months. That's that's correct, correct. Right. Yeah, I think it's okay, yeah, I think so. about two. Let's say about two, two months. Three, yeah. So uh the reason I don't want to talk about it too much now because it kind of gives away as part of our episode, but uh yeah, I'll just say this. I'm not saying this to be funny. Elijah Mitchell was the one guy I was always like, I think I want you, but I'm not going to do it. That game was horrible and disgusting to watch. Yeah, like, way to lose my parlay. Literally. That was bad. That was my lock of the week, too. <laughs> All Denver had to do was win tonight. My parlay was cash. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it later, but this isn't surprising. He was hurt, what, four times last year? It's 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 a trend in the 49ers backfield for sure. Yeah. Every year. Jeff Wilson <laughs> is the most healthy 49er back in the last five years. <laughs> he doesn't stay healthy all the time. No, Ky- Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk is. Yeah, he probably is, honestly. That's what I think they got. Um, yeah, two months is a long time. Diva owners, get ready to go to the moon. I am just telling y'all now, y'all are about to go all the way to the moon. These next couple of two months. First off, even when Mitchell was playing, are we going to act like Debo wasn't taking almost half his carries anyway? He was. Uh, he was. He so I was like, uh, Debo's a running back. He just wants his bag. Just, he wanted to be paid as a receiver. He wants those incentives. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at a player. Get your thing. Dak Prescott. Yeah, this, one's, this, one, this one's bad. This yep. is. Uh, you have a little more info. You can go ahead. You can rip this it is off. rough. Uh, yeah, he broke his hand and uh, he's going to have to have surgery. So, uh, say he's out six to eight weeks. Is that correct? Um, let me look. There's so much news on sleep. Like his recovery timetable is a little shorter than I expected. He is out for two months. Yeah. So, in a, a solid eight games. You're not um, going to have that back to week 10 at the earliest. Was it his throwing uh, hand or is it, was it his left hand? Um, I don't know. It, Granted, we should know this, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Surgery. I mean, not that it really matters. You can't play any way regardless, but. Yeah. What matters is I'm terrified for CD and Dalton Schultz. Yep. Whole offense, honestly. See, it looked yeah. bad when he was there. It didn't look any better because he was yeah, there. But, yeah. I mean, regardless, it's going to be bad. That's just that's how it is. I'm not trying to be funny. Is it Cooper Rush? 
Yes, that's, that's who it is right now, unless they go get someone. I say Jimmy G. I've said everybody. That. Everybody is, but they're not going to. They're not going to. But if they don't go to, they don't go to. If they don't, that's fine. Have fun with the top five pick. You come have get it. come get Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I'm here for that. Hey, the defense looked good though. They held the Bucks to 19. Yeah, they do. That's what I will say, at least on that note. Yeah, but that was about the yeah, only um, good thing to come out of that. That and Mike Evans were the only good things in that game. I mean, Lenny was decent, but he had, I think he had like 18 carries for like 100 something yards. But he yeah, didn't like score. 20. Uh, he was toting it on him. I ain't even going to lie. Do you uh, think, does this but, help Zeke or Pollard at all? As do you think you'll, they'll lean more on the run? Or do you think no, they're, they're just going to stack the box more? How about to say, if anything, if anything, it's going to help Pollard if I had to pick. Just because I don't know, like, I just don't see how it helps Zeke in any shape, form, yeah. or fashion. I mean, Bro, like in the first two runs, I was like, okay, he looks good. Like, yes, mm-hmm. juice. And then just stop giving the ball. I'm like, what is going on? Like, okay. And this is what I'm talking about the problem. This is why I love CD, but it's also part of the reason I didn't want him. There's nobody else that threatens you. You could double him every single play. There's nobody that threatens you. That was the issue Maybe last night. Hmm? I was about to say, that was the issue last night. You know, 11 targets and what, really? two catches or whatever it was. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Chris Godwin has tweaked his hamstring because Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is kind of sad because he worked so hard to get back for week one, man. And I'm not just saying it because I roster him a lot. Like, um, it's just I hate when guys come back from injury and they get injured again. It, re- it really sucks. Um, I'm gonna make this one short. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say. Uh, keep Chris Godwin. Go ahead, get your plug in. Julio. <laughs> nah, no, 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 I'm no, here no. for it though. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to sign. If you watch any of the game, okay. Julio was on the field a lot and he was involved. He had some carries. I mean, I think he ended with like eleven fantasy points. I'm proud of him. And that was the first game back. They were they were saying how he's the fastest guy at camp this offseason. So he he looked like another Mike Mike Evans on the field. Honestly, like they were throwing him a lot of deep balls. Like he looks like he was actually time. happy uh, playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I'm saying is, have your fun now. Yes. Until your annual. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say it. Until Trade him five, now. He had five Until targets. Six, yeah, five five targets, sixty-nine yards, two carries for seventeen yards. <laughs> So, do you guys look at him as somebody you should trade away or somebody you should keep? Who, Julio? Yeah. It just depends on your situation. I think he can be a flex play some weeks. If you're a deep at receiver, I say trade him. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not deep, then keep him, obviously. Um, yeah. So, going into our next piece. Well, let's continue the train. Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers has also tweaked his hammy. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to play this week. That's pretty much they play on Thursday night against the Chiefs. He's he looked so play. good before he got hurt, though. Oh my god, he was cooking. He looked oh great. My gosh. No, they actually couldn't guard him. It was actually ridiculous. Hey, um, all I can say is, you know, we gotta talk about people who are there. Best ability is availability. Mike Williams, it's your time. You're the number one. There's really no comp like you're gonna have a little bit of competition. Hold up. Speaking of that, side note. Yes. I'm changing my waiver wire. I know who it is now, so I'm not about to say anything. Okay. Is it a yeah. is it a pass catcher for the Chargers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait. I had something um, to say on that also. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I would just say you know if you have Mike Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, I would expect them to get a little uptick in work. Maybe I'm wrong, but I expect them to get a little uptick. So, and we're good with that. Um, oh, I'll let you boys take over. What? Najee has a high ankle sprain, and they said they said he'll be fine this week. That's all that we know. <laughs> Yeah, he had a bad – it looked bad when it first happened, I will say that. He like he was in pain. He limped off pretty hard. But, yeah, he just got his test back literally, literally like a couple hours ago. I think it was negative, and they said he can play week next week. I think it's just a pain tolerance thing, so I don't know. I would be scared. No, no. We're not about to do this. We're not about to <laughs> yes, I'm scared no, if I have no, him. No, no, man. We're not about to turn him into CMC. Hell no. I refuse to let that happen. <laughs> Bro, no. If, if he, he doesn't sit him, bro, sit him. I was to say if if he's not playing, we do our our backup is Jalen Warren. Apparently, he received all the snaps after Najee Harris got hurt. So I don't think we were going to miss him on, on waiver wires, but that is somebody to look into if you're yeah. down for the ride. Yeah. 
Listen, but going to the last piece of news. This is one of my my guys. So this hurt my soul. T. Higgins of the Cincinnati Bengals has a concussion. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's a concussion. They're freak accidents. It's not like he just dug his head into the ground. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, like, it's just trying to like go up against that steel curtain. That's what happened. <laughs> Best defense in the league again. And now you got hurt against the Bengals. What does that say? Okay. <laughs> Listen, he stepped, chill, on, he stepped on someone's foot. We like we care. We do not care. It's my comment. <laughs> we do not care. Listen, but I don't know, man. On a serious note, I mean, yes, yeah, I don't know. I, it shouldn't be too bad. Concussion. Maybe he won't play this week. Maybe, but worst case, he'll be back the week after. So, yeah. I mean, he and his owners don't be too worried about it. Put him on your bench for now. He'll be back in a few weeks. She'll be all right. Jamar Chase to the moon. I will say that. Just to just to add that tidbit in there. He looked great yeah. without How about how Mixon was doing, y'all? Mixon got force right. ready. What you get? Like 30 carries though? There you go. That's what that's <laughs> what y'all do with Najee. Everybody want him. Yeah. Now jumping into our players of the week, our first segment for today. Um who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Uh, this is this is exciting. I'm I'm happy for this guy. Uh, my player of the week, Saquon Barkley. I like um, it. 18 carries, 164 mm. touchdown, seven Jeez. targets, six receptions, mm. 30 yards. Does anyone know how many yards he averaged per carry? 9.1. No, I was watching the highlights. He was actually getting loose. And this is the Titans <laughs> defense isn't like horrible. They got a good linebacking for it. They're good. They're a solid defense. Yeah. Opinion. And, and he, he had just, one of the best interior D linemen in the league. He ran crazy on them. So let me just let me just think about this for a second. He gets to play the Eagles twice this year. Does anyone know how many yards DeAndre Swift ran for yesterday? I have DeAndre Swift and I don't know. I'm gonna say a buck forty four, buck fifty five. Yeah. DeAndre Swift yesterday ran for one forty four on fifteen carries. Demon. So time. uh and Jamal Williams had two touchdowns. So there were three total rushing touchdowns against the Eagles, who they played twice this year. Um, is Saquon back? Yes, physically. I'm not a believer in overreacting or underreacting the week one for anybody. So I, I don't have a good answer. I, I don't think it's overreacting only because he's done this before. So it's not like he's a brand new guy going out and doing this. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him do this before. He's just been injured. So like. Physically, he's back, in my opinion. We'll just have to see what the Giants end up doing the rest of the No, history. yeah. That was the first time when he ran the ball. I actually seen him, like, push off the knee and, like, explode by everybody. Yes. I was like, here we go. Like, it looks like it's back again. And he had multiple big plays. Actually, it wasn't just, like, one or the He had multiple, like, big plays. He was carrying offense, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I'm surprised that the Giants actually won that game, to be honest. I mean, he I, missed I the game-winning field goal. Yeah. If you yeah, all could do a um early season kind of just prediction, what where do you think he'll finish in ranking wise? If he, he plays the whole season and he keeps doing that, top five easily. Jeez. Uh, I would probably have to say top eight for me. Yeah, in between like yeah, anywhere in the top eight. Uh let me see something. He finished. He should have finished his RB one or two. Yeah, Danny Dimes had a good game too. You know who that <laughs> for? Get back on the Danny Dimes train. Yeah, QB rating of one sixteen. Oh gosh. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, yeah, Saquon looked great, man. I'll tell you now, you got two choices, Saquon on. That's gonna happen to you in the next two days. Either Another injury. The trades that are about to be offered to you. Or you don't take them and assume he's going to be the same. This is your last warning before next week, and it's not possible. Would you, Would you? if you're a Saquon owner and someone offers you Dalvin Cook, are you taking it? Just straight up? Ugh. Straight up. That's a tough one. How did, they, how did Dalvin look? What do you have, like 80 yards? Not, not good. Yeah. I think he only had like nine fantasy points. Well, that's what happens when Justin Jefferson and Thielen going for 600 yards. I mean, damn. Can't nobody else touch the ball. Thielen didn't even do that much. <clears throat> yeah, it was a little all Jefferson. 
Um, at this point, <laughs> that's a, that's a really good question, man. Like, uh, all I'm gonna say is Green Bay does have a good defense, and it's not like all I'm gonna say is Dallas still got 20 carries, so it's not like the work wasn't there. If you just popped one big one, y'all whole answer would have been different. That segues great into the next person's uh, player of the week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, guess I'm eating my words kind of with this one, but uh, Justin yeah. Justin Jefferson. Everybody knows. I mean, I feel like this was the obvious pick, but someone had to do it, and why not? It be me. Um, I mean, he was the number one fantasy player out of all players this year. I mean, this week out of all positions. Greedy. Nine catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. It was just a crazy performance. Um. And although it was expected that he would probably be the number one receiver this year, I don't think anybody was – I think it was just good to see it come to fruition this this Sunday. Um, Especially week one? Yeah, week one. Like, it's every fantasy manager's dream. Literally the best player on the week. Yeah, not much to say. I mean, he was just he was just the best player. I was going to say, this is, this is who we <laughs> thought he was. Like, there's yeah. literally nothing else to say. Like, this – He's gonna be wide receiver one, and you can yeah. you can keep being a hater if you want. Hey, but I think you've joined the train. Brandon ain't hype enough. Hey man, man, he you're just carried us back to a win in our co-owner yes, league. We had no chance of winning in that league. Zero. <laughs> and it, it makes me feel even worse because I lost with him. On my At one point, the Steelers defense had thirty, and Minka <laughs> had seventeen against us. We were sick. Justin Jefferson yeah, it, is the only reason we want we were gonna we have a chance of winning this game. That, that's what I will say. If you had Jefferson, you most likely won, unless your name was Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you drafted 70 <laughs> wide receivers and two running backs. Hey yeah. man. I met you. It just folded on me. <laughs> yeah. His knee, his knee folded in half. <laughs> and then Kamara yeah. disappeared. You're a menace for you and saying Kamara is questionable this week. I know. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Mark Ingram still other than handcuffs. Okay. Oh, Taysom Hill is <laughs> literally okay. Um, I'll keep it going with the receiver, same position. We have. I'm sorry, I love Justin Jefferson, but nothing on the whole weekend made me happier than watching this player. And that yeah. was Adrian Brown. Yes. Of the Philadelphia Eagles. You guys know in the last two or three weeks, I don't know what's gotten into me, but I said before this draft, I'm walking out as many drafts as I can with him. He had 10 receptions, 13 targets, 155 yards. That's nasty. I, I don't know. I'm just watching the game, and it's not like – okay, People, if people want to sit here and say to me it's the Lions, okay, I don't care because he's done it against everybody. It doesn't matter. It, it so happens to be with the Eagles now, but he's done it the against – The Lions look everybody. good, too. It wasn't like they blew him out. The Lions actually look really good. Yeah, that was a close game. They were down 17 at one point, but, yeah, they were. But that proves why it was the fact they were able to fight the the Lions the last three or four years were laid down at that point. So that was good to see. But I don't know, man. The target share was there. Everything was there. The first couple of drives, I was like, eh, you're not going to throw the ball to my man. It's cool. But after that, it was just hyper feed after hyper feed after hyper feed. I think there will, will be some regression, though, in his targets. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Devontae Smith had zero fantasy points and he played 96% of the snaps. How many how many targets did he get? I don't know, but he played seven more snaps than AJ Brown and Jeez. had no fantasy points to show for it. It was nope. Dallas Goddard and uh, AJ Brown taking all the receptions. And Jalen Hurts running for ninety yards. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he, didn't he didn't even throw a touchdown. You know, this, he ran him this is bad. Regression is coming, but the fact Devontae Smith played ninety six percent, he had a ninety six percent snap share, and he only had four targets and no catches. Uh, Yikes. It's good to see one of the few times. Y'all know I bring this up all the time. Y'all know I'm cliche about it. He didn't pay the man $100 million for no reason. Yes. I'm glad my start of the week went off. Side note. Had a boy. Well, yeah, man, he was a stud. I, I don't know what else to say, man. Let's see you guys what I'm going to say. Like, I love him. It's clear he's still going to be a target share hog. I mean, worst case, I think he's going to walk away with seven, eight, nine targets. That's the minimum of game. So, I like no chance with AJ Brown. Now we're going to go ahead and get into our overperformers of the weeks. And obviously you guys know what it means, but for some people that may not quite understand, it's basically just guys don't expect them to kind of repeat these performances or they just kind of came out of nowhere with these performances that we were just not ready for. Um, Brandon, you start off. 
Yeah, so my guy was Carson Wentz, the new quarterback for the Washington Commanders. But yeah, I mean, like Joe Mason, tor- this he is a torched guy. Them. He torched them. Literally, he looked amazing. He looked like the old Eagles Carson Wentz. But I mean, he's a guy a lot of people were out on coming into the season. He was probably undrafted uh, in your home leagues. Um, he really just surprised everyone with his performance against the Jaguars. He was a number three quarterback on the week. They let him throw the ball 41 times. Um, 313 yards, four touchdowns, look really good. Spread the ball around to all of his receivers. Um, he wasn't going against the best competition, I understand, with the Jaguars, but like, it's good to know that you can go out and start him in favorable matchups. I feel like there were a lot of quarterbacks who had a lot of bad weeks this week. Yeah. Who you're guy like Aaron Rodgers, where Matthew you're probably Stafford. yeah Matthew Stafford, where you're probably looking at the rest of the season like. I need another guy. I think he's that guy you can go out and get just just by the way he performed. So it was good to see him um, have a good week and just Washington look good in general. So, and we all know about their running back situation right now. So I think they'll let him actually throw the ball. So I, like I think it. I think he is the most underrated weapons in the NFL. Yes, to be completely honest with you, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, and Terry McLaurin. I think yeah, that's, that's that's a very underrated receiving core. I always thought Curtis Samuel was going to be good. So did I. Last year. Yeah. Like, that was a big problem for them. Um, Are you guys scared yeah, for Terry? Yes. Scary Terry? I've always been scared. Like, <laughs> the talent, like, it's inevitable. He's clearly head and shoulders the most talented receiver they have. That's not what I'm questioning. I'm questioning, why is it so hard for you to throw that man the football? Now, he I played mean, 90% of snaps. But he was out targeted by and out had less receptions than both Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. So, just some... now I get the best corner is always going to be on McLaurin for the most part, basically. But come on, bro. Yeah. Again, y'all just gave the man a three year, seventy one million extension for that. <laughs> I'm saying, but we'll see how that goes. Um, Tilly, you want to go or I can go? I'll go. Mine's going to be short and okay. simple. Mine's Taysom Hill. He touched the ball three times. Or five times. And he had 15 fantasy points and a touchdown. What? He ran a touchdown. He also broke off a 60-yard run. Yeah. Um, he looked good running the ball. Yeah. You're <laughs> like Derrick Henry. I'm just... <laughs> like Derrick Henry out there. He, uh, he had one target, four rushes. So, yeah, I mean... That's it. There's nothing else to say. Don't waste your waiver wire pickup on him, please. Don't do wait, it. wait, wait. I mean, you mentioned the Kamara. Okay, if Kamara doesn't play, and if he can, I if you can put him at tight end, and you're yeah, promised that's, that's five, up. six carries, that's messed up. <laughs> no, I'm asking all apps now. Sleeper, ESPN, Yahoo, the apps I don't play on, ban <laughs> that right now because I remember last year y'all let that glitch go. And no, I think bro, he's actually fine. a tight end this year. He was getting just... 17 points when they're tight end because he was throwing. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't have much to say. He's a very streaky, un- unreliable guy. You're not going to get anything hot side out of it. If he scores, you're going to be happy. If he doesn't score, you probably lost your week. I'm just going to be that. So, I wouldn't pick him up. Like Tilly said, I am highly advising you. I'm with Tilly. Do not waste your waiver party. Pick up. <laughs> Please. If you're, if you're in a fab league, spend zero fab on him. Yeah, because somebody else is going to spend money. But, I mean, hey, sometimes that, that's the method. Just put in $1 and you might get them. Or a dollar, you might be worth it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go ahead to my overperformer of the week. <clears throat> I don't know if I agree with this one. I'm just going to be honest. You don't have to agree. Listen. <laughs> I don't know where to start because I think I'm just sad before I get started or hurt that I don't have him anywhere. So, yes, this is partially because I'm hating right now. Listen, my – Overperformer of the week is Cordero Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. He finished. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. Because I don't want my shit to be wrong. There we go. He finished with 22.6 points in whole point PPR leagues. I don't where where did the 22 carries come from? I don't even know where I'm stuttering. I don't know where to start. This I is annoying. No where? Um, what's his God, what's his name? Got hurt. Uh Algier? No. Amy Amy Williams? Williams got hurt and Algier was inactive. Oh, but my thing is, I'm looking at his. He only played 65 percent of snaps, bro. He had 22 carries. How did he get and all those carries at 65 percent? That's crazy. He had 25 touches. 
It's sixty-five percent snaps. That's crazy. That, that means every time he was on the field, pretty much, probably half yeah, of it, he, he touched, touched the ball. ball. Like, I mean, to me, that's just overperform. I'm not hating on him. Yeah. No, bro, respectfully, he, behind hey, that hey, 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 If he ahead. comes out, if he comes out and gets twenty carries again, though, we're all mad. I will, I will bet you he should have been a third round pick. How bad? I don't care how bad the Rams looked last week. I will promise you the Rams will not let him do what he did last week. That's what he plays next week. I mean, he just played New Orleans. They're not. They're not. Nor- New Orleans defense is supposed to be good. No, and I think I'm the biggest on this out of all of us. I'm a firm believer in everything changes in that when you play in a division matchup. I firmly I agree. Do I agree that. with that. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, 22 carries, bro. Come on, all right, the five targets that wasn't till t- we we could agree that's cool. But 22 yes. carries, but last season the highest he had was 16. I'm thinking he's like a 15 to 17 touch guy every week. Big oh, targets yes. and and rushes total. What's crazy about him is he'll get these touches and he's going five point four five yards per carry. Bro, like, and it's not like he's just getting forced, but he's actually eating. He walked so Debo could run last year. Literally. No, literally. I've said that we talked about that last all, all season. Like Cordell so, Patterson worked Debo before Debo. So is this a guy you're trading away or trading for? Trading away. Trading right, for. You you are capitalizing. You're trading for? Yeah. Because I just don't think you have to give up a lot. And that's my personal. Unless the owner values him to that extent, I just don't think you have to give up a lot. I mean, I can see both sides because there are people that are going to overreact and be like, oh, my gosh, he's going to do what he did last year, and they're going to be able offering some ridiculous stuff for him. Hey, I'm going to ask you the same. I'm going to ask the same question I asked for Saquon. I mean, early early season projection, where do you think he'll finish at the RB position? (laughs) I mean, so hard to say with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's top 24, though. Literally. I'm going to find a way where he'll finish in between 24 and 30. Like, back, like literally back in RB2, high in flex. I know it's kind of a wide range, but, yeah, it's kind of wide range. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if I swear to God, if anybody only sells Cordero Patterson. <laughs> I'll say it. Cordero. I'll say it. Damn it. The more. <laughs> I'll stand on the island alone. If nobody else don't want to say it, I'll say it. I'm right with you, bro. I don't lower your head now. Where you going? You like I'm steady right with Z. you. <laughs> you take Patterson? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> if you're Z. But um okay. We can go ahead and get into our there go all overperformers. Now we can go yeah. underperformers. Yeah, let me let me go. This one this one hurts me inside. Okay. Oh, yeah, so that's this bad. One, this one hurts me inside. Messed up my parlay. Uh, mine's Kyle Pitts. Um, <laughs> a whopping 2.9 fantasy points, 19 yards, two catches. Uh, the hell's bad for business, man. Seven, seven, seven targets, played 84% of the snaps. So all I can say is don't be surprised next next week. If it changes, um, yeah, I I don't I don't know what to say. He was, he was my league winner, or no, he was my fan. Was he my league winner? No, he wasn't. He was one of them. Fantasy MVP, um, fantasy yeah. MVP, man. Because he's just I, I don't know. I just I just don't it's know we, why. Like we always tell each other don't overreact. Yeah, that's that's my underperformer. There's nothing else to say. My problem with it is before you say it repeatedly. Go ahead, Joe. The math isn't man thing. Y'all put up almost 30 points. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> How does he have 19 yards? I'm not understanding. Bro, who scored their touchdowns besides Cordero? Um, Mariota, Cordero, and I don't see any others. Mariota, Cordero. Was it just field goals? I guess so. And four field goals, bro. Jeez. Wow. Uh, Young Hoku. That's what I say. Overperformer. <laughs> but the problem thing is, Pitts did get seven targets. Yeah, I was about to say, no. he tied, and they and they were in up London tied for targets. They were up a lot of the game, so I have faith. Mariota looked decent. He didn't throw any touchdowns, and I know his percentage won't really tell it, but like on film, Mariota actually looked good. No, you when they play the Panthers, you can stream him. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't really complain too much. He had. 288 yards of total offense in a touchdown. Not the, yeah. but he had 72 rushing yards. He gave you seven points alone from that. Jalen Hurts Jr.? How many fantasy touchdown. points did Mariota have? 
I don't know, but he had 13 alone just from rushing. You're going to have to count a single passing yard. I mean, he had 19 fantasy points. He was better than probably – I don't Lamar know where he's ranking, but that was better than a lot of – Mario up for the same number Lamar did. That was quarterback nine, yeah. So, I'll go ahead and – This one hurts close to home, too, for all of us. Yeah, let me go ahead and get into my guy. Um, oh, yeah. It's Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams, he's a guy, you know, we're all hype on coming into this season. And really, everything was set up for him this week. I mean, Keenan Allen went down early. I mean, he has a top-tier quarterback in Justin Herbert. High-scoring divisional game, fresh off of receiving that huge contract. And he got four targets, two catches, 10 yards. And, um, I mean, Mike Williams, he's never been a consistent guy at all. I'm still confident in him going into Thursday against the Chiefs, especially if Ken Allen isn't playing. But this was definitely a major red flag. Um, you would think with Ken Allen going down, he would get more than four targets. You think he'd get more than 10, 10 yards as well. Um, so where are you guys at with him? Would you be fine with starting him um, next week? Do you view him as a wide receiver two, as a flex? I think you can't, be out. You can't be out on him yet. You got to start him again. <laughs> you can't yeah. be out on him, especially with Keenan Allen out. They also gave him the bag, so they're going to get him the ball. Two fantasy points hurts, though, man. As I always say. Now, if he gives you a goose egg on Thursday night, then <laughs> then you're running for the hills. But. The Josh Palmer show is about to go crazy. Literally. No, Josh Palmer. I'm telling you now, Josh Palmer will have a day Thursday. Well, how about the guy uh, number one they had? It was like this guy Carter. Who is that guy? Oh, DeAndre Carter. He played for yeah. the Texans. I don't know if you remember. You used to remember him. Um, oh, yeah. That's who that is? Yeah. Okay. DeAndre Carter. Anyway, yeah. It wasn't. I was just upset. I, I don't know what to expect. But even Brandon, Brandon Staley would tell you, we're not paying these guys $20 million a year for no reason. Like, So, force fed or not, it's going to get done one way or the other. I don't care how you like it. But there is no way you're about to tell me, playing the Kansas City Chiefs, this man is not about to have a game. Like that's, that he literally tears them up every single time. If you actually look at his career against them, he gives them the business every single time. Um, I'm all in on Mike Williams this week. Don't be surprised if he's my starter of the week. I don't know. I mean, he probably won't be, but don't be surprised if he is. <laughs> but, yeah, that one hit close to home. He was a my guy for everybody, man. Um, oh, yeah, let me get to you, thick boy. Okay. Where is Michael Tilly at? Come on yeah. for me now. No, no. Let's let's hear it. Mr. Zeke Truther. Yeah, what's up? What, what you gonna talk about him? He's Zeke your uh, he's your under your underperformer. Okay, let's start off. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. I'm out. Rashad Penny's about to go crazy. Kenneth Walker's inactive. Sorry, continue. Uh penny season, folks. Hopefully. Um, what you got to say about Elliot, Zeke? Let's hear it. Ezekiel Elliott put up a whopping 5.9 points through four whopping. quarters of football. Through an a, hour of football. Put up four. <laughs> put up five points, y'all. Six, if you want me to round it up short. Bro played a 58% of snap share. Had 10 carries for 52 yards. One hey. reception for negative are we, three are we, are we hating on 5.2 yards of carry now? I was going to say that. I, you, you got, I respect that. I didn't know No, that. no, no. I'm only hating on it when it's only for 10 carries, though. That's what I'm hating on. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let me, let me explain that. Would you, you rather have, have, would you rather have six for eight from Tony Pollard? No. I, I, I wouldn't rather have either of them. You're, I'd rather have Cordell Patterson. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather have Cordell Patterson. Hold on. Give me a second. His underperformer is... Uh, Zeke, because he's a CD truther like all of us, but he didn't want to say CD even though CD what? is 3.9. <laughs> you can CD's, put the whole Cowboys offense. I'm about to say, you want me to just put Cowboys offense? Yeah, let's, do that. let's actually do that. I'm fine with that. Let's that's cook fine, both of them. Fine, fine, let's actually take a curve. We can do that for a second. Okay, yeah, but, let's stick, but let's stick with right. the little let's, th- let's stick with the little fat fudge over here. Hold on. Who, who do you think had the most points in that offense yesterday? Zeke. Dalton Schultz. Or Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Who do you think had second? Zeke. Noah Brown. <laughs> who? You're not going to just. No, no, like, actually, literally, who? 
So don't disrespect my Ohio State guys. But listen. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm looking at his bio now. I respect him. Okay. A couple you know times what? I thought he was CD on the field. Maybe I thought I'm, he was CD. Brotherly had one reception for negative three yards. Cowboys what do you want me to truth out of that? Cow, Cowboys offense is on uh, on standby until further notice. If you can, don't play him. I'm being so serious. But if you can, trade his ass. I'll pick Zeke. Go ahead. I'll give someone cream hunt for Zeke. What go. I will say, though, I mean, a lot of people are in situations where they probably cannot sit CD or probably can't sit Zeke because they're probably their number one or number two. Literally. That's where you open up a question. Who, what, how low are you willing to trade like CD? So he's gone till what October thirty first? I think I just read, or the last week of October. I trade him for a bag of chips. I trade him for Curtis Samuel off the waivers. That's what I say. You trading? <laughs> Literally. Trading, Listen, right, I'm like, not that far with it. Are you trading CD <laughs> for Curtis Samuel? No. <laughs> are you trading CD for? Um, I'm trying to think of a good name here. Julio. No. Michael Thomas. Bro, bro, y'all are acting like first Julio to my problem. Y'all know my problem is with him. If if he plays all 16 games, I'll shut the hell up and apologize. But I don't see it happening. The point is the Cowboys offense is gonna be bad for a while. But what do you do? I'm not trying to be funny. What is your piece of advice to people who have Zeke and C? Pivot. Literally pivot. You should have drafted a bench running back that you can pivot with. I would start Devin Singletary next week over Zeke. I uh, Mm. Oh, okay, I, I, my that part was not that I agree for what you said. I agree was about the CD. I agree that it's easier to pivot from CD because you could probably have deeper wide receiver options. But pivoting from your second RB pick, okay. But I'm just I'm gonna run some names down then. There are names. Uh, so, out there. Some bench, some bench names that you might have. Cream Hunt. Yes, I'll start Cream Hunt. Rashad Penny. I want to see it first tonight, but I still would say Benny he's an Gordon. option. He's an option. Let Melvin me ask Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Is that what you about to say? Yeah. At this point, they're gonna be splitting it like this. I want to see that's it. What, that's what I'm that's the, here's that's my thing. So you're really pivoting from all of them. The only one that you probably could start and get away with is Dalton Schultz. Okay, and even then, it's gonna be ugly. I think he probably he he really could have been my underperformer of the week, and I didn't bring his name up. Zeke or Damian Pierce? Damian Pierce. I just read on Twitter that they need to get him more involved. I also saw an alert that said Ezekiel Elliott played only two more snaps than Pollard. Yeah. Yep. But they made it clear it was going to be a split. They weren't joking. Yeah. I have one more name, and then I guess we can move on. He had. Let's see. Hold on. He had nine points and a half PPR. Ooh. Naeem Hines. I don't think I'm that low. I'm just going okay. to I, I, no, I, I would not trade that. I, was, no, I would not no, trade I'm that. About, I'm talking about who you would start. I'm checking the floor, like how low you would go here. Who are the no, Colts I would playing? The Colts are playing. <laughs> I don't even know yet. Right off the top of my head. Um, the Colts are playing the Jags. That's worse for the game script. I mean, you said, I mean, we said that about Houston, too. One final guess, name. Right. One so final the, name. The Colts have back-to-back division games? Yeah. That's wild. That is the worst schedule. What? Who does that? I have a final name. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm serious. All three running backs scored. This is a legit question. Oh, Gainwell scored, too? I didn't even know. Austin that. Scott I'm, scored, too. I'm dead serious. Put this mic in your ear when I'm about to say. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell. I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I'll bet somebody right now. Kenneth Gainwell will have more fantasy points than Zeke through the whole first half of the season. Bet me. He had yesterday. He had five carries for twenty yards and four targets, and a tutty. I think. Yeah, he had ten fantasy points. Shoot, he probably had the same amount of touches. Okay, before you move on, what was Gainwell's snaps here? His snap count, this is going to be ugly because they all were on the field a lot. I know. I just want to know how, what was the percentage of what he played just to see what 30, it is. 30. 30? Yeah, Miles Sanders played 52. Boston Scott played 18 and Gainwell played 30. If Gainwell's, you know what, I take my comments back because if they're not going to give him enough snap share, he won't outscore Zeke. But if he can get to a similar snap share as Zeke, I think he will outscore him. One more question. Would you trade Zeke for Miles Sanders if you're the Zeke owner? 
Hell yes. yes. Okay. That was all. We're going to move on, but this is so bad after one week. I think I could spend an hour talking about what you could mm-hmm. do if the... <laughs> It's like, bro, is he really just you, on the face of the earth? Bro, if you drafted, think about it. If you were hyped, you drafted like a DAC CD stack, you lost yesterday. Go pick up Mariota. Literally, go out and get Mariota and Carson Wentz. Go about your day. <laughs> underperformer also, honorable mention, Cole Komet. It's a lot of underperformers, but zero we'll fantasy save points. That. <laughs> A lot of guys I could cook up right now. All right, these waivers now. Let's get to the waiver wire. Who wants to go first? Um, I mean, mine's the obvious. I'm most interested in Brandon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so mine kind of goes hand in hand with uh, what I had to say about Carson Wentz earlier, and I also you can actually add him as one of my waivers. So mine is Carson Wentz and Curtis Samuel. Honestly, would you add Jahan Dotson too? If and you don't Jahan get Samuel. Dotson. Yeah. Yes. The whole the whole Washington Commanders offense. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan or anything. I'm not this is a little bit of week one hype, but I can't deny what I saw on film. It looks hard in week one. Um and Curtis Samuel was actually like if you were watching the game, I think Jahan Dawson may have had more fantasy points in him, but it looked like Curtis Samuel was like the leader of the offense. Like they both had really good games. Yeah, eight catches. He only had fifty-five receiving yards. He had a he had a receiving touchdown. He had four carries. How many targets did he have though? He had eleven targets. Jahan Dawson had, uh, where is it? Eight. Uh, where is it? Five targets. Yeah. So I mean, it was just Jahan Dawson. Luckily, to score a touchdown when he was not to be rude. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you're seeing who's the leader in targets on a team. It's also good to see he's getting used in the the rushing game as well. I mean, four carries out of your receiver. I mean, you can't be mad at that. And he, he'll always have the opportunity to score a touchdown off one of those carries. I mean, he's literally a guy who nobody was talking about this offseason. And I'm sure he's sitting on your waivers right now. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. So, I mean, he had 15 opportunities, 12 touches. If you're going to pinch a receiver, I'm sure a lot of people are are out there probably scrambling around in their free agency right now. I would go out and get him, especially in the PPR. I think he can be consistent with that type of uh type of volume every week. Would you start Curtis Samuel every CD? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go then. Mine's probably the most sought after uh, waiver wire pickup. It's going to be Jeff Wilson. Everybody's going to want him. If you have the number one priority, congratulations. You have a starting running back for a run-heavy football team. Uh, I don't have a lot to say though, because Debo is going to be the lead running back, but it's still worth the up. I have my a question. Is... No, go ahead. no, this my isn't my... related to them. We do this all the time. You go ahead. You go. No, no, this isn't related to the 49ers, though. Okay. It's about someone else. Okay. So for me, it's just Jeff Wilson. I've seen it time after time, not just Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert. They will literally get them down the field. Account for 50 out of 70 yards on a drive. And he'll hand Debo. it off. I swear, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. It's like, at the two-yard line, it never fails. I'm like, and I get it. Debo unstoppable on that, too. I'm not going to cap. But it's Did like, see bro, his touchdown? He ran, bro, over. He yeah, ran. That was crazy. Yeah. But is that not of concern to y'all? I know it was raining. Yes. Trayvon did not look good. I'm just going to be real. He did not. Like, he looked all right at best. He looked comparable to Justin Fields. He actually looked worse than Justin Fields. Y'all can say whatever y'all want. They play in the same conditions. Yeah, but I say. And Fields' offense is way worse. Yeah. And But, I mean, I love, I love the Jeff Wilson um, waiver wire ad because you've seen him in the past multiple times. I even think me and Joe won a championship over Jeff Wilson. I mean, he time. can be productive. My other, he cra- He's really good. He's really good. Other, he's going to get chances. My question for waiver wire here. This was a question that I wanted you guys' opinions on. So Christian Kirk had the best fantasy game in Jacksonville, but he did not have the most targets or the most receptions. How many targets did he have? Say it one more time. I said that Christian Kirk had the most like valuable fantasy performance for Jacksonville, but he did not have the most targets or uh, receptions. Like what was? Like, what do you feel about that? 
Well, I was going to ask, that's not who my waiver wire pickup was going to be. My question was going to be, would you value him or the guy that had the most targets? Oh, never mind. He had the most targets. He just didn't have the most receptions. I guess this, ignore me, because I checked this before he got 12 targets. I did not know he had that. Yeah, 12 Jesus. targets? Yeah. Never mind. My other honorable mention is Christian Kirk. Nobody has him. Pick him up. He had 15 yeah. fantasy points. Did not see that. When I looked at it, like at the start of the fourth quarter, I think he had two receptions for like sixty yards. So Christian Kirk, you could probably start. You could start him over CD too. And he goes with our. He fits in our template when it comes to receiving a contract, and getting the work. Like he yeah. looked great. Let's hear. It. Let's hear it, Joe. Who's yours? I changed my mind. Uh-huh. I give you two guys. You look at the stats. Yeah, can I give you two? Yeah. Yeah. All right, my two. One is Jamal Williams. I know he's not claiming him out of leagues. Handcuff. Get get it. He will go crazy. Even, even, without, the handcuff, even without the handcuff. He's, you know what? I was about to cuss him, so I'm trying to do better. <clears throat> okay. Even without the handcuff. Yeah, I mean, he's... He had he's, more carries than Zeke. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> he had more carries, and he played 26% less snaps. How many carries did he get? 11. For two tuds. He's going to score a touchdown every game if they score like a rushing touchdown. It's like they kept letting Swift get him 90 yards down the field. Like, oh, yeah, we don't want you to get hurt, though. Just Jamal go in there real quick. That's my first one. So, I just feel like he can be a touchdown guy. And if Swift ever gets hurt, you're going to be happy as hell that you have him. My other one. I know the red targets weren't high, so I know it was just like a big yards per catch type of thing. Mr. Gerald Everett of the Los Angeles Chargers. That is another one of my guys that yeah. I think you should pick up, especially if Keenan Allen's out right now. It wasn't a lot, but he had three receptions for 54 yards and a touchdown on only four targets. I think I think with him, though, you wait. Like, he's a pickup, but you wait till waivers run. Like, I wouldn't burn your priority yeah. on him. I would try and burn on one of, the, one of these other guys, and then... Once waivers run and they clear on Wednesday right after, just go pick him up if you need a tight end. Yeah, that was probably that was that would be my advice. So Williams would be over him for me, but uh those are two guys I'm really targeting. Um if I want to give you guys just the third receiver to throw out there, uh Josh Palmer. So two chargers. I would get Josh Palmer or Jared Everett if you I, I want to ask a couple of questions before we get off this. About are you willing to drop some of these guys now? George Pickens. Yes. I mean, for I mean, if just based on what they're what they're he had, he had, waivers, he had I would drop set, him for he had three targets guys. for one yard or for three yards. I I would I would drop I would drop him for a couple of these guys. In a week you're gonna be running when, when Chase Claypool Rob the Woods. No. Don't drop two him. two targets for thirteen yards. If it's the same way two more weeks from now, then yes. But right now, no. I'll wait. I'm gonna, one give, more I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you uh, two more names. James Cook. And you can drop him. Yes. Unless you're in a dynasty, obviously. But other than that, like. And then my last one here. I don't know if you guys are gonna like this one. Go ahead, you slut. <laughs> Romeo Dubs. I was just going to ask. Uh, or Hunter Renfro. They both did it. I'm not them, dropping but... Dubs. Renfro, I wouldn't drop him either. He's kind I'd of be similar. concerned. He's, he's similar to Robert Woods in a way where it's like you thought you had a dependable PPR type of guy and he goes out and gets what? Under three catches or whatever he got, so it's tough. The problem is a lot of these teams are going to make adjustments week two for players who didn't get the ball. Yeah, first. that's the problem. But I don't know which players is going to be for. When it's proven guys like Robert Woods, Hunter Renfro, I'm fine with waiting a week or two weeks. Get the pickings. You just don't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm just a firm believer in. I, I don't know who's the most talented from a physical standpoint in y'all room. I would say Claypool is probably my answer, like just from a physical freak standpoint. Yeah. But 
if Deontay or Claypool gets hurt, everybody's going to be running back to the waiver wire to get pickings. Is what I'm telling you now. So you're wasting your time dropping them. Is this hard with us? Is like even I don't know who our number one was this past week, fantasy wise. If it was Deontay or Claypool, they both look pretty good. But like, I feel like this is going to be a year. Was like even if they are the number one, it's like not that valuable to you. <sighs> yeah, sadly. You rather have the number two on another team, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how for upside reasons, but yeah. Um, as far as I can see, uh, there was one question I meant to ask y'all. Just so many questions out there. Um, I don't think I can remember what it was, so I'm not gonna stretch it. Um, oh. Sorry, that's what it was. So, how did everybody feel about Mr. James Robinson? I mean, there I don't have a lot to say. I was not surprised. I was never a hater or a doubter. No, but week one though, he did better than I thought he would. How about yeah. week one? He put up a twenty piece, bro. He looked better than. This is what we're talking better about. Better ETN. We got him in the eleventh and twelfth round. He took Zeke in the third. That's just an example. I'm not trying to shit on Zeke the whole episode, but I'm sorry if that's what it seems like. I am just not a Zeke guy. Like, even though he's Ohio State guy, I love Zeke the death. Just not a Zeke guy in fantasy football anymore, ever again, to be honest. Like, unless something changes, like, I'm good on Zeke for the rest of his time. Um, yeah. But I love James Robinson. Does it bother you how bad ETN played? Yes. No, he well, should have scored a touchdown because Trevor Lawrence threw the ball way over his head. Did y'all see that pick, that pass where he got rocked? Yes. Oh, my God. That ball went, like, to the stands how far it fumbled. Oh, Jesus. I think I'm more so scared for him just based on how good James Robinson played. Not necessarily because of ETM, but just Robinson just looked better than him. All good. Just one thing I want you to know. But thank you guys listening for always. Me and the fellas going to talk for a little bit into some Monday Night Football tonight, you know, enjoy ourselves. But um, thank you guys for listening as always. We appreciate the support. You know, share any way you can. Get somebody else to listen. We really appreciate it. Um, You can follow us on all social media at Podcast EGS. And that's at Podcast EGS. And we appreciate all support. We'll see you guys next episode.